A woman's been arrested after she got wasted on an airplane and tried to get strangers to help join the Mile High Club with her. And a refrigerated sleeper is giving grieving families extra time with their dead babies. And a woman addicted to eating baby powder wants everyone to know they're not alone. These are the Weird Stories for Tuesday. This is Weird AF News, and I'm your host, Jonesy. Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. Let's do it. A woman was jailed after trying to get some strangers to have sex with her on a plane. Yes, she was trying to get some strangers to join the Mile High Club with her during a drunken rampage on an Emirates jet. A woman's been jailed over a drunken four-hour, what they call a rampage, on a holiday jet after she asked some male passengers to join her in the, in the Mile High Club as the plane was cruising at 30,000 feet. I assume you all know what the Mile High Club is, do you? Do you not know? Do you live in the middle of nowhere? Is this your first day with electricity? Well, let me tell you, the Mile High Club is when you have sex on a plane, basically. That plane has to be in the air, though, okay? You can't be having sex when the plane with, in the plane when it's already parked somewhere. You got to get up there. What's this girl's name? Demi Burton. And there's a photo of her, and she looks like a model. She's so... She's beautiful. See, I, I can't believe people turned her down. That's what I can't believe. Who's turning down sex with Demi Burton in a, during an eight-hour plane ride? What are you, out of your mind? What's wrong with these men? She's 20 years old, Demi. She had already shocked two men by making crude comments about them having mid-air sex during an eight-hour flight while she was intoxicated on red wine. But when she was refused any more alcohol, Burton, who's from Carrington, what is that, the UK? She shouted, you may as well just land the plane now then before angrily raising her fists at the cabin crew and going berserk as 260 passengers watched. <laughs> no more alcohol for you, Burton. Well, you may as, you may as well land the plane right now. <laughs> it was the alcohol that really tipped her over the edge there. The denial from the guys, you know, for her proposal of sex didn't didn't really anger her so much as the denial of the red wine, I think, it sounds like. Listen, you you can tell Demi Burton that, you know, she's not going to get any D on the plane. But as soon as you say there's no red wine involved, that's when the shit hits the fan. Demi don't play that, okay? Demi needs her red wine on her way to Abu Dhabi Dhabi. <laughs> Is that how you say it? Staff on the Emirates flight from Abu Dhabi to Manchester. Oh, it was from Abu Dhabi Dhabi to Manchester. Um, I've always wanted to go to Abu Dhabi Ding Dong Dang. But uh, alas, I'm not wealthy. Uh so she was going back to England, clearly. The staff tried to calm her down, but apparently Demi wasn't having it. Demi don't play that. She headbutted. <laughs> she headbutted a flight attendant. This pretty little 20-year-old just headbutting flight attendants because she needs her vino. She, it claims she also mauled one of them. I don't know what that means. Mauled? That's what a dog does, I thought, man. Or perhaps a wild boar mauls people. I thought maul was like when you... You bite and claw somebody, right? I guess that technically she could have done that. She kicked one of them during a violent struggle that took six crew member, members and passengers to restrain her. Six people, this little 20-year-old. Feisty. On the on the red wine. She was clearly horny as well. This is a, a drunk, horny woman. Watch out. She was arrested when the plane touched down after a nightmare 4,500-mile journey. Oh, they had to... 
where they strap it to a chair and give her a zanny, say night-night. A consultant anesthetist. <laughs> I'm a stupid idiot. Anesthetist, right? Is that how you say it? Oh, wow, am I dumb. Oh, Do you ever wish you had a time machine and could go back like a 30 seconds? <laughs> I'm having one of those moments right now. Public school, baby, public school. Oh, man, I should get t-shirts made that say... If you like public school, you'll love the Weird AF News host. <laughs> so, somebody traveling on the flight who was bitten on the elbow and headbutted while helping to restrain Burton claims that this case was worse than working in the A&E. Is that like the emergency room? Well, this lady just went bonkers, apparently. One stewardess was bitten on the forearm as well and headbutted around the chin area. You guys uh, love all the details of where the bites and the headbutts landed on the victims. Other passengers were kicked in the ribs. Oh, I would like to know which rib, please. Was it the second from the bottom? <laughs> Another passenger was kicked in the face <laughs> and headbutted in the cheek, which left a bruising. Wow, they're getting very detailed with the uh, <laughs> with this assault. One air stewardess named Fuzia said in a statement, It was a stressful situation. But whilst I manage to remain calm and professional, it's not acceptable for crew members to be treated this way. And not fair on the other passengers to witness things like this. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Uh, Captain Obvious, Fuzia, way to go. They should promote you. Further quote, As a result of her being verbally abusive towards me and assaulting, I couldn't eat or drink anything whilst the flight was going on. <laughs> what, what do you mean? <laughs> You're pissed off that she interrupted your snack? Is that what? You know... I normally don't like to be bit and headbutted, but, you know, when I'm having my sandwich, I, that's when I draw the line. <laughs> Burton had been... What, what happened to this woman? What, what, was, what was going through her mind? Well, they got a backstory on her as well. Apparently, Burton had been traveling home after a three-month trip to Australia where she had been visiting her family. She claims that she'd been drinking as she had a fear of flying. Well, this is probably not the first time she's been intoxicated on an airplane. Any other, uh, you know, airplane employees around the world been headbutted by this little cutie? <laughs> Anybody take a kick to the face by a 20-year-old hot demi? <laughs> Any other men proposed, you know, 40,000 feet high uh, oral adventures and escapades? Oh, boy. She had to go to court and face... Uh, five charges of assault and being drunk on an aircraft. Ooh, if being drunk on an aircraft is a crime, then daddy-o, I've, I've broken that law many times. You have to come and arrest me. I've never headbutted anybody, though. Even if you took away my wine, I wouldn't headbutt you. You know? And all my propositions for joining the Mile High Club have been turned down, turned down! Can't believe it. You know, I really thought that woman from Wisconsin would have taken me up on that offer, you know? <laughs> hey, it's a long flight, all right? I was bored. Don't fault me. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Disclaimer. Disclaimer. Jonesy's never proposed uh, Mile High Club adventures with any with any strangers on any flights ever. I don't condone it. I do not condone it. A refrigerated sleeper gives grieving families extra time with babies who have died. This is a very morbid story, as you can tell by the title, but I thought it was very uh, notable uh, because they're describing a device that I didn't know existed 
and maybe I'm just a dummy, but um, this is a device that gives parents of stillborn babies time to say goodbye. I didn't know you could do that. It's called the Cuddle Cot. I'm not selling this device, by the way. This isn't an ad. This is something weird that exists that I had no idea until today. What it does is it helps preserve the body of a deceased newborn for days, allowing parents to hold them and take pictures. I thought that was a little weird that you would take photos, though, with your with your baby that's passed away. But then again, I've never experienced a baby passing away in my vicinity, so um, I, don't, I don't know what you do with this. Uh, so apparently when a baby dies before it is born or shortly thereafter, parents are often left alone in a hospital with a limited source of comfort and little, if any, opportunity to say goodbye to the baby or the babies. I guess you can't say goodbye. I didn't know you couldn't say goodbye. I didn't know that. Um, I've never I've never had a baby. I've never, <laughs> I've never had a baby or lost a baby. I've never... I've never impregnated any human being on the planet. I just haven't done that. Maybe there's something wrong with me. I don't know. But uh, so this is uh, called Cuddle Cot. It's a kind of refrigerated baby bed. So it's cool, I guess. And it helps preserve the body of a deceased newborn for several days, apparently. The, the device gives parents a chance to bond with their babies, to love and hold them, take, picture, pic, take pictures, even take them home and take them for walks, creating memories to last a lifetime. I don't know if I would do that. Would you do that? You're going to take a, your dead baby on a walk? This seems strange to me. This is why I had to cover this article because I got to put it out there. Would you guys ever take your, your dead baby home and take it for a walk? In this refrigerated cuddle cot, which you can put on wheels apparently and push them around? Oh, this is it's a little morbid, I know. I, I, and I think you got to be morbid on some level to take the dead baby for a walk. I really do. But maybe that's just me. I don't know. I've never lost a child, so maybe... Maybe this is something that people need as part of the grieving process. I can see holding the baby for sure. Give it a kiss. I mean, we could even debate if that's healthy for your psyche. I don't know. But for some people, perhaps it gives closure. Sure. Taking a photo and taking pictures, though? I don't know about that. I don't want a picture of that. I don't want a picture of me holding that. You picture of yourself holding your dead child. What good is that? Who are you showing that to? You going to frame that shit? I don't think so. Now, taking it home and taking it for a walk, that's a whole other level of just insanity to me. To me, that's just my opinion. They're including some uh, Michigan University study where they show that parents who apparently uh, had babies that had died and they never got a chance to see them or hold them suffered from serious depression. And I totally believe that. And I'm all for a chance for them to hold that baby afterward i think and if this invention allows that to happen i think that's a great thing of course of course and uh and this invention this refrigerated cot um is being kind of pushed out there and every hospital uh in britain apparently has at least one of these and they're trying to bring them to the states uh that way you know giving the grieving parents some access although limited but access none Nonetheless, uh, you know, giving the grieving parents, you know, more time to come to terms with their loss and gain some closure. And I think that's, that's marvelous. Um, I don't think I'd be doing the other things with this cuddle cot, though, which is taking it out of the hospital and putting it in the back of my car and taking the, taking, you know, your deceased baby to the zoo or something else. I mean... You know, what are you going to do here? This is, uh, but then again, I, you know, who am I to judge? I never had a baby. So anyone want to call in and weigh on, weigh in on this? You have an experience with this? 646-450-2012.
I want to hear from you, parents. A woman addicted to eating baby powder wants others to know that they are not alone. Yeah, you're not alone. Almost alone, though, because there's probably only two people in the world that do this. Uh, A mother of five has revealed her bizarre addiction to baby powder has cost her over $10,000. What the heck? That's a lot of money on baby powder, considering if you go to the dollar store, you can get a big thing of it for a buck. $10,000 bottles of baby powder? Her name is Lisa. She's 44 years old. She started eating baby powder 15 years ago. How do you... You're still alive? 15 years of baby powder? You pour $10,000 worth of baby powder down your stomach and you're still alive? This is unbelievable. I get acid reflux when I have a meatball past 8 o'clock. What the hell? God, some people are so lucky. She uh, started 15 years ago after feeling the urge while drying off her son. That's a strange thing to feel. She put baby powder on her baby's bottom and thought to herself, hmm, want to eat that? That's weird. She says she can now consume a whole tube of it every day. Oh, man. Oh, I'm sorry. It says a tub, not a tube, a tub, a T-U-B, a tub of it. Oh, there's a photo of her eating it off her hand. Oh, this is gross. Oh, man, I can't unsee this. Oh, she looks awful, too. She's so gross. Oh, this is terrible. Unbelievable. She said that this was a pregnancy craving. Years years from the pregnancy craving. This is, a, is this a pregnancy craving? Baby powder? I don't think so. She has since spent an estimated $10,000 on Johnson's baby powder, sneaking to the bathroom to eat it off the back of her hand every 30 minutes. Yeah, in the photo, she's eating it off the back of her hand. It's such a strange habit. Oh, man. Have you guys ever seen these uh, these people in that show, My Strange Addiction? There are people on there that have these. Well, they got a condition called pica. Have you heard of this? This is something that you have this urge to eat things that normally you don't eat. They're just like objects that have no nutritional value. Like I saw somebody eating rocks on there. Another person was addicted to like couch cushions, just eating up your couch. Shit is crazy. Experts warn that the substance should not be ingested. <laughs> Thanks, experts. Wow. So enlightening. I had no idea that baby powder you know, should not be ingested. I mean, I look at baby powder and I'm like filled with nutritional value. Going to be, going to give me relief down in my stomach. Ridiculous. It has in fact been linked to cancer by the World Health Organization. But she's been eating it for 15 years. Lisa can get through a whole 200 gram bottle in a day and even gets up four times a night to feed her craving, which costs her over 10 pounds a week. Well, it is a, I mean... If you can feed yourself on 10 pounds a week, that's pretty that's pretty cheap. I mean, I admit, you could probably you, you could take this a long way <laughs> saving money. <laughs> like the person on my strange addiction, like the rocks, the diet of rocks. I mean, that's pretty cheap, right? You can <laughs> What what do rocks cost you? They're free. You just walk outside your door and eat one. Lisa kept the secret for a, a decade before confiding in her ex-partner. What? How do you keep it secret? No one sees you eating baby powder. You got white powder all over your mouth. Unbelievable. The powder all over your face, they're either like, oh, she's either eating baby powder or she's got a Coke addiction. You keep the secrets from your partner. Your partner's not paying attention. I'm going to tell you right now. She's got the courage now to get professional help, though, and I'm, I'm very pleased with what Lisa's doing. She would like to stop it, she says, but it's, quote, very, very hard. 
Oh, that's a shame when that's hard. When it's hard to not eat baby powder or other disgusting shit, I mean, that's just nonsense right there to eat that. And if it's hard not to eat that, wow, you're really you're really messed up in the head, clearly. Yeah, they say that right here. She's got Pika syndrome. Pika syndrome is an eating disorder characterized by a compulsion to eat non-food items. She said, quote, I do get... I do get it's a bit weird, but it just it just has this nice soapy taste. I can get through a two hundred milligram a two hundred gram bottle in a day, but the bigger ones I get through about one and a half a week. I remember getting really drawn to its smell. Now I can't do without it. I get up and get some every half an hour. Every half an hour, baby powder, you're out of your mind. She explained, I've always had it in the house and would douse myself with it after having a bath or a shower. I'd use it on the kids after giving them a wash. And then one day I remember being in the bathroom and the smell was just very, it was overpowering. There was a bit of dust that had come off the top of the bottle. I had this sudden urge to eat it and I just couldn't fight it. I just licked it off my hand and really enjoyed it. It just hit the spot. Oh man, there's more quotes about her, but this is, oh, this is just so sad. She, it, it talks about how she, satisfying it is, her craving for the chalky texture. I wake up at least four times in the night as my body just craves it. This has been going on for years now. I just can't see a point when it's when it isn't part of my life. Oh wow, man! You know, if you ever think your your life's going bad, you know, listen to Weird AF News because you will learn about lifestyles, habits, criminals, etc. Stuff that's happened to people over the weekend while they're on meth that just makes your life look so dandy, doesn't it? I mean, it's unbelievable. I feel amazing right now, and and I'm well, I shouldn't because I'm I'm in a you know. <laughs> I'm in a pretty shabby little apartment recording in my underwear. So like, how good is my life? <laughs> but it's better than Lisa's, all right? At least I'm not throwing down a chalky texture every half an hour. Unbelievable. I feel great. I feel I feel amazing right now and it's thanks to Lisa and stories like this. I hope you feel good too. I wish her luck. I really do. I hope that her doctors can cure her cuz this is really messed up. Really messed up. Um but again, but I also, I feel wonderful right now knowing that Lisa exists on some level. Um, I really, but please get help, Lisa. I want you to, I want you, we wish you the best here at Weird AF News for sure. Um, and I am recording this in my underwear. Ta-da! How you like me now? I'm in the mix. It's 1986 and I got the fix. What's up, y'all? It's Jonesy, the host of Weird AF News. You are my weirdos and I appreciate you for listening to the entire episode today if you've made it this far. Congratulations. You win. What do you win? I don't know. Nothing really. Uh, you win the outro. You get to hear it. <laughs> Thanks for listening. I want to thank everybody who called the show, sent me emails and such. Please call anytime if one of my stories, you know, makes you tickle. It's 646-450-2012. You can email me funnyjones at gmail.com. And uh, on Instagram, it's at funnyjones. On Twitter, at funnyjones. And on Facebook, it's Comedian Jonesy. Uh, you can also leave me a review. Rate the show on iTunes. I've been getting a lot of iTunes ratings lately, and I appreciate everyone who's done that. Yeah. Go to the iTunes. Leave a review and a rating. Hopefully, you give me five stars, but I'm okay with four. I get it. I get it. I'm not the most professional. You know, I screw up all the time. My opinions aren't for everybody. I understand I'm offending people in this world, you know. I'm not exactly doing God's work with Weird AF News. I get that, people. I get it, okay? But you don't have to write such things. Jeez. It's a free show. <laughs> so give me four stars for trying, at least. What do you do five days a week for free? Anything? 
I'm out here trying to get people laughing and learning. All right? And I'm trying to learn myself here. Um, yeah, so check out my Patreon because that's a way to support the show. And I know you want to. How about that? You could support the show by doing a couple things. A, you could tell a friend or a foe to listen to Weird AF News. B, you can go to patreon.com slash weirdafnews and drop Jonesy a couple bucks. Why not? Help a brother out here, all right? Get some clothes on my back here. I'm in my underwear for crying out loud. Tell you what, if you join the Patreon, I'll send you a photo of me in my underwear. What about that? that, Does that tickle your fancy? Yeah, no problem. (laughs) Chalk that up. Nope, done deal. Done deal. Join the the Patreon. Patreon.com slash weirdafnews. What do you get with that? Oh, you get a bonus episode or two each month, sometimes three. It's like two and a half extra hours of Weird AF News, as if you didn't have enough Weird AF News in your life. Yeah. And I, get, I put videos up there. I put polls up there. We got discussions going on in there. I put up a blog post. I just put up a little story about a severely haunted house in Connecticut that's really creepy. Um, I'm into that kind of crap too, like the paranormal. So occasionally, if I come across something like that, I'll put it up into the Patreon as well. And then we talk about it. It's pretty sweet. It's like joining a little club there, a little weird club. Yeah, with your, uh, with your man Jonesy. All right, thanks again. I'm going to let you go now. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs>